Are you tired of people only telling you what you want to hear and not what you need to hear? Me too. I'm Lauren Lahav, and for the last 30 years, I've been blessed to speak to thousands of people around the world and share the stage with some of the world's biggest thought leaders. The Get Real podcast is my way of breaking down the BS of the filters of what we say and what we do. Real life, real issues, real solutions. Trust me when I tell you, it wasn't always like that for me. And I'm excited to help you through sharing what has worked for me, but most importantly, what didn't work for me. In the world of political correctness and living our lives on social media, what is real? In my life, I always look to people who understand what I'm going through and are willing to be real with me to help me move through it. With this podcast, I want to be that person for you. Whether it's just us or I bring in one of my friends, I promise these episodes will make a difference in your life. So strap in, hang on tight, and let's get real. And now it's time to get into the podcast. Here's Lauren. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Get Real and Stay True. And I'm with the perfect man to talk about getting real, my friend Doug Nelson. If you hear some background noise, uh, Tony Robbins is on stage. We're here at the National Achievers Conference. But I'm like, Doug, come on. Let's talk. And he goes, what's the name of your podcast? And I said, Get Real and Stay True. And he like goes, oh, my gosh. You don't want to believe the name of my next book. So let's get real. Yes, let's get real. This is about as real as you can get. We're in the green room at a live event with Tony Robbins in the background. If he gets too loud, I'll go tell him to quiet down a little bit. <laughs> but no, um, getting real uh, and being real and, and, and what that means is, you know, again, there was a lot of talk about it, but it's about being your true self. It's about having your principles and that you live by these principles. Um, it's, it's so relatable to people who have this connotation about successful people, rich people, and how there's something that they're not and that they're pretending to be something that, they're, that they really aren't. And my experience is just the opposite in, in dealing with successful people. The most successful, content, happy people are just real. They are who they are. You take them or you leave them. Um, they have a strong uh, guardrails in place that guide their life in terms of integrity, in terms of their principles and, and, and what which they live by, you know, and it's so applicable to my life because I, I'm just a country boy. I'm just a country boy who, who happened to have done well financially and, 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 and otherwise. But you can take the boy out of the country, you can't take the country out of the boy. I love, though, what you just said about guardrails is kind of like non-negotiables, mm-hmm. right? That they And they won't move those guardrails because they're staying true to themselves, right? It, it doesn't matter how much money. Right. You, you do not sell the principles, no matter how much the money is. And I think you probably experienced it. I know I've experienced it in my life where we made decisions based on our principles that were actually really, really, really expensive initially. Right. Uh, but in the long term, it's always the right thing to do. Um, and you know, I, I think for a, for a lot of people, they want to do things right. For me, I want to do the right things. Right. I say that at my every day. I walk out of my house, and there's a big a big mirror, and it says, "Just do the right thing every doggone day of your right of your life." Yes. That literally says that it's a mirror. Everybody's like, "Why don't you move that mirror? Why is that mirror right there?" I'm like, "Cause it reminds me again, anchored in my job is to do the right thing every doggone day of my life." And what are some of those things that you do to help people either set those guardrails for themselves? Because I think lots of times. We want to make everybody happy, right? They say the quickest way to, 
to be miserable is to try to make everybody happy. Yes, and and I would say that you know we have primary motivators in our lives, and we got to decide what those primary motivators are going to be. And if your primary motivator is what other people think, you're not even living your own life. You're living you're living their life that they want you to live, and it's, you're not being true to yourself. And you know other people's approval to some people is everything. From the time their their head leaves the, the pillow in the morning till it returns in the evening, the whole day is wrapped around what other people think. Now. I'm going to tell you what other people are thinking when you're around them. And once you know this, you'll understand. When you're around other people, here's what they're thinking. Write this down if you're taking notes. They're thinking, what are you thinking of them? That's what you're thinking. You're thinking, what are they thinking of you? You're thinking, what are they thinking of you? And they're thinking, what are you thinking of me? (laughs) Who cares? Who cares? At the end of the day, it's all about, this is your life. You got one shot at this thing, as far as I know. You got one shot at it. So you have that internal compass, that moral compass is inside of you. And you know every time that you're off course. It doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel right, and you lose your power because of it. So true, it's interesting that we're here in Atlanta right across from the CNN Center because I was sharing that in 1987, I was gonna go work for CNN. Mm-hmm. I was offered a job working for CNN, $12,000 yeah, I heard a you year, mention that earlier, yeah. And I was sitting there in, and I went just yesterday just to go back in that space because you know sometimes you go did that really happen or is, is that just me making that up like was that some story and I went back to that time 1987 sitting there in the lobby about to have my interview and I took a big deep breath and I'm like I'm about to go to this interview and I'm about to tell these guys no like I knew it I felt it before I even went up that I knew it wasn't right and I'm so grateful that back then I even knew that it wasn't the right thing to do so what what I love the word moral. I love the saying moral compass. Moral compass. Could you go a little bit deeper into that? I love just like how do you like help reset your moral compass? Maybe maybe if you've gotten off track or. You know, I I think that when you go off track enough times, it becomes something that you're comfortable with, but it's still a feeling. You know, you know when you're off track. You know when you're not doing the things that you need to do. So you know, you you, you feel it. In, in, in your particular case, you had a strong, overwhelming feeling. Turn down a job as a young woman coming into the workforce, working for one of the biggest names in news yeah. and da-da-da-da. And, and you, you, after you made the decision, you probably had two or three days of regret. But then it settled in that... Pissed off parents. Yeah, pissed yeah, off yeah. Friends, yeah. Again, now, now you're thinking about what other people think, uh-huh. right? But when it comes down to what you really think and what you really want, I think deep down inside, you knew... It was the right thing. Right. It was more of a feeling because that, that moral compass is guided by how we feel. You know, and, and I, this is one of the things I talk about too. You know, one of the keys to happiness is to do what makes you feel good about yourself. Love that. And when you don't do things that make you feel good about yourself, it's because you're off course in your your moral compass. Uh, and so, so when was the time that you felt that? Um, you know, many times in business, uh, you're faced with big decisions. Uh, where something may be very lucrative as an opportunity, but it doesn't fit within your moral compass. And there have been times when I have violated that. You know, I let I let the the, the money take over, especially as, as in, in my youth when I didn't really fully understand this. And I've always lived to regret those decisions, uh, not just from a monetary standpoint, but just look back at what are you. You know, people ask, well, what are, what are some of the biggest mistakes you ever made? And I'm not going to go into those, but every time I made a big mistake. It was because I violated my moral compass. That's right. 
So That's every mistake I can relate That's to that. A big lesson. So I really thank you for taking the time. I know it's short, but I see that they're waiting for you. Yeah, they want they, something they, they from want, me. They want something from you. I'm thinking about what are they thinking? Anyway, for this couple, last couple minutes, what would be a couple things that you would say to people about staying true to themselves? Just one or two golden nuggets for them to always stay true to themselves. First, this you got to get yeah. clear on, on who you are. And, and so many people are not because they're trying to be something that they think someone else wants them to be. So if you're ever going to be true to yourself, the first thing you have to stop being concerned with is other people's opinions. Because until that happens, you can't really be true to yourself. And you need to sit down and take some time to reflect what's important to you. Is, you know, integrity, joy, happiness. These things need to be on the forefront of our minds. They're inside of you. You know what they are. You just need to remind yourself of what they are on a regular basis and have that that list of five to seven things that are just absolutely not up for discussion. They're not up for debate. These are the things, these are the code in which I'm going to live by. And then do your very best to live by them. And when you make a mistake, forgive yourself, get back on track. Well, I love that. Thank you so much. And if people want to learn more about what you do, because I know you do some amazing programs and tell how do they reach you? Well, I'm here today <laughs> promoting the one and only Millionaire Mind Intensive. Uh, if you're listening to this, if you're in the Atlanta area, come join us uh, on the uh, 16th, 17th, and 18th. Uh, if you know people here, tell them about it, uh, and you, they can get through to us through Success Resources uh, America with SuccessResourcesAmerica.com. So all of that's available and at your fingertips. There, just jump on your laptop, your microwave, or your, your handheld, whatever you're <laughs> using to communicate, and, and come join us for a weekend of changing your mindset. Well, I love, I love everything about you and your book. <laughs> is Catch, Fi uh, Catch Fire. Catch Fire, How to Ignite Your Own Economy was the last book. The next one, boy, th th this is like cutting edge news because no one knows this. It's going to be real and rich. Be real and rich. Woo! Woo! All right. Well, thank you for the richness in our friendship. Yes. And thank you for just always staying true to yourself uh, as well. Great working with you as always. You are the consummate professional. Um, well, thanks so much. Thanks for listening. You bet. You've been listening to the Get Real and Stay True podcast with Lauren Lahab. Head over to laurenlahab.com. That's L-O-R-E-N-L-A-H-A-V.com. And as her way of saying thank you for being a listener and subscriber to this podcast, grab a free copy of Paving Your Path with Positivity, Affirmations to Create the Change You Desire. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And Lauren will talk to you on the next episode.